What does your lobby say about the standards of your company? Better yet, what does your waiting room, your office desk, your car say about your mentality when it comes to greatness? That's the discussion on today's brand new episode, Competitor Nation. Let's go. My name's Jake Thompson. I'm a speaker, author, and most importantly, your chief encouragement officer. Welcome to the Compete Everyday Podcast. Good morning, Competitor Nation. Jake here, your Chief Encouragement Officer, and welcome back to the Compete Everyday Podcast. It's Monday, March 20th, episode 628, and we're talking about standards. More importantly, we're talking about that trash you leave lying in the car, that clutter all over your office desk, that water still sitting on the bathroom sink, and what it has to do with the pursuit of greatness. For those who are not fans of motor racing, Formula One F1 is the most competitive field out there. And earlier this year, Harvard Business Review ran an interview with the president and principal of Mercedes. Team Mercedes is the dominant team in the sport. They've won almost 70% of their races. They define greatness. I think every one of us listening, if our baseball team, basketball team, football team won 70% of the games every single year, we would consider ourselves the standard bearer. We would be the ones that everyone would compete to be like. They would try to take our coaches. They would try to take our methodology. They would try to take the things to replicate what we do because there's something about winning that many games. There's a culture of excellence. So HBR sat down with Toto Wolf and was wanting to discover what are leadership lessons. You lead one of the most successful sport teams in the world. What are the things that we can pass along in terms of leadership to everyone else trying to build that type of culture, that winning excellence? And the first thing in the article that really stood out to me is this idea of setting the highest standards for everyone. When Wolf was joining Team Mercedes, he wasn't stepping in as principal. He's stepping in as a member of the team. And during his first interview with the current principal, who he would eventually replace, he's sitting in the lobby waiting for their meeting. He sees a newspaper just kind of opened, sitting on the table from like a week ago. He noticed a couple of coffee cups just lying around. And he thought, man, this doesn't look like the lobby, the waiting room of an organization chasing excellence. Later on, he would discover that the hospitality tents and bathrooms, the places their sponsors, their partners, the families would go during race day were atrocious. The bathrooms, as you could probably imagine, were messy with stains everywhere, water on the countertop. He was embarrassed. He knew that this was not the sign of an organization chasing excellence. In fact, one of the things Wolf did was he hired what he calls a hygiene manager. He then physically walked through and showed this new manager how we wanted him to clean the toilet, to put the brush back, to wipe the floor, to put the soap bottles facing forward, how to sanitize the handles, every little detail designed to show off excellence, cleanliness, like this is the best of the best. And what I loved about that was the attention to detail of the little things and how we found them important. In fact, I found it funny that when he had that first meeting with the principal, he would eventually replace to lead the organization. He talked about the lobby, he pointed out like, this is a mess. This doesn't say Formula One to me. And the current principal at the time said, well, our engineers are what wins it, not our lobby. 
And Wolf said, no, it's the mentality throughout the organization that ultimately creates the winners. If you look at a lobby and just want to leave it a mess and cluttered, how do you expect to be sharp, crisp, attention to detail, organized and everywhere else? The first thing a person interacts with is a mess. How are they going to trust you to have everything tip-top shape at the end? Wolf started changing the entire standard of the organization. It reminds me of my friend Darren Martin's book about the sink. And this idea of cleaning the sink, when you go in an airport bathroom, there's water everywhere, without a doubt. But how long does it take us to not only dry our hands off, but then clean the sink around it, even if we didn't make the mess? The idea of leaving every space better than when you entered it. It's no surprise to me that Wolf has integrated this mentality throughout the entire organization and they've had success because you also see the same mentality in the New Zealand All Blacks, the world's most successful sports franchise in rugby. And they were documented in the book Legacy by James Kerr, and he shared this phrase called sweep the sheds. After every practice, every game, you clean the locker room, you clean the space to leave it better than when you started. You do the little things. It doesn't matter if you just hit the game winner, if you're the highest paid player, or you're the backup who's never going to see the field. You sweep the sheds. You leave everywhere better. It's that attention to detail that's so incredibly important. And a lot of times as leaders, we love to think that our culture, our organizations are dictated by our highest performers. The best of the best within our team are the ones who determine how high we are, how great we are, how successful our culture is, how strong it is. But in reality, it's the weakest of the bunch that determine our culture. It's the lowest standards we accept that determine what our culture is. If we allow certain individuals to get away with leaving a mess, to pissing on the floor in the bathroom, to leaving their food on the countertop, to having a disorganized chaos on their desk, then we're telling everyone that behavior is acceptable for everyone, not just that individual. If we allow certain people to roll into the office in sweatpants, lazy outfits, looking kind of honestly like a slob, then we're telling everybody else that this is our culture, not coming in looking sharp with maybe a pair of jeans on and a polo shirt or a button-up shirt, heck, even a compete everyday shirt. It's what you walk in, how you present yourself. Are you awake? Are you attentive? Are you energetic or you look like you just rolled out of your bed? The hair is a mess. Your eyes still have sleep all in them. What is the standard you allow within your organization? Because the lowest common standard, the lowest denominator, the lowest behavior that you allow is currently what's setting your standard, not your best performers. And I love that article by Wolf because he talked about the entrance, the waiting room. He talked about the bathrooms. He talked about the spaces that a lot of times just go to just complete crap, for lack of a better phrase, because we overlook them. We're focused on the sale. We're focused on the customer. We're focused on all these other things. Instead of making sure that we have the mentality throughout our organization, we're going to leave every space better than when we entered it. If we walk into the bathroom and there's water on the sink, it doesn't matter if we made the mess or not, we're going to clean it. When we walk into the kitchen, it doesn't matter if we were the last one to get coffee or not, we're going to clean that coffee stain off the countertop. doesn't matter how much things we have going on, we're going to make sure our desk is organized and cleaned up at the end of every day. We're going to set the standard with our behaviors because if we don't, if we allow our standard to just become anything goes, we allow it to become 
average, then eventually our organization will become average because we start embracing the mentality of, eh, it's just good enough. Eh, it's clean enough. Eh, it's not a big deal. Instead of drawing a line in the sand and saying, just good enough isn't. We're going to chase excellence in everything we do. We're going to leave every situation better than when we left it, whether it's a one-on-one with one of our employees, whether it's a team meeting, whether it's a client interaction, whether it's a prospect phone call, or whether it's what our bathroom looks like. What's the mentality of your organization? What's the culture look like? And what's the worst behavior you're allowing? And what's one thing you can do today to make it better? Go make an impact today, competitor. You know I'm cheering for you. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. To get plugged into Competitor Nation, find more episodes, pick up your next favorite shirt or tank, or find out ways how we can work together through my speaking and coaching programs, visit CompeteEveryday.com.